0: Hey, folks, this is Joe with the Joe Max Morons. Welcome back to another edition of our little weekly podcast show where we talk about whatever it is that's in front of us at the moment. And what? our perth happily <laughs> style of journalism. If you get that joke, you are my, one of our people. My next statement is a question. <laughs> <laughs> I could actually do this the entire time. I could too. Um, yeah. Welcome, Taylor. Welcome, Adam. And good oh. riddance to Thomas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for being here, guys. I'm um, uh, I'm done crying. Uh, for everyone, uh, just so you know, we are coming to you in the evening, of May 10th. There was there has been two semi final Champions League games one of which was a good game, and one of which was a bad game, especially for Milan fans. Um, so I, I, we kind of started talking about, uh, so let's just keep going with the uh, Milan derby. Um, I, you know, I, the first thing I'll ask, obviously I've got many opinions, most of which just make me want to punch myself in the head just to feel something. Um, <laughs> let me ask you um, adam your your thoughts overall I, I know you don't get to watch these these teams a lot because they're they're on paramount plus which is um not necessarily you know it, it, it hasn't really taken over the soccer world yet it, although it very well sh- may so your your impression of these two teams in the game um did you at least enjoy it were you you know were, were you were you into the into the tactics
1: I enjoyed it. Uh, I I I have to uh, say I missed the first half, but I I saw the the kind of replay and got the uh,
0: got
1: the got the commentary that uh, Milan really didn't create any chances at all in the first half. So I started watching the second half, and they they created like three chances like right in a row, like right at the beginning of the second half. So I thought you know the second half didn't have, have any goals, but it was still entertaining because it was a bit back and forth. Um and there were some there were some hard tackles, there were, you know, there was some desperate play from Milan. But my real takeaway from the second half is Leal was was not in, and they looked toothless without Leal. Like they had like no threat. They had chances. And there were some really good plays, some really good, you know, counterattacks, and and you know, carrying the ball forward. And it was like they didn't make the right decision every when they had like an obvious chance on goal. I don't know, um, but but it was entertaining. I, I'm not going to say it wasn't entertaining. I don't think it was the greatest. Uh, the greatest football, but it was, um, it was entertaining. And I think, you know, I think Milan can be much better. I think they are much better, especially with Leal. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't
0: know. I, was, I, think, um, I, I think, I, I,
1: right. I think, I, th- I think that game is, is a loser game. Sorry to interrupt, but I think that game is sort of like, you win to earn the spot to lose to either Madrid or Man City in the final. So,
0: yeah, and, and we're definitely going to get to to Man City Madrid, which which I think we've all kind of said it is at probably like the final.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: um, but to stay put to stay with Milan, I mean, you know, Giroud works hard. It's it's kind of it's 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 disheartening that he's he seems a bit disjointed with the players right now, like. Mm-hmm. And it's been happening in, in the Serie games as well, where he, you know, he goes one way, someone else goes another. He's expecting a certain run. Uh, someone does something else. He makes a run. People don't see him. Um, really not sure why that's the case this year when when it seemed to be in such sync last year. Leal was absolutely missed. I don't think anybody is going to say that Salamackers is a good replacement, you know, for Leal. But, you know, the, the, biggest, the biggest, you know, the biggest missing players, the, the two that I really thought were missing in the beginning, uh, and then one was actually missing, it was Ben and Tonali. Tonali really has been one of the more solid midfielders in the league that really does calm things down, plugs up the middle, keeps runners at bay, you know, chases down, um, you know, those deep midfield runs, um, and and he also advances play. Ben has turned into really that pivot that has been able to not just hold up play but also get the ball at the field he's you know he's actually got a couple goals this year that, that have been actually some fairly influential and very timely goals um unfortunately he went out in like the, maybe the 12th minute or something uh, with an injury but i was i was very disappointed that our midfield was so i mean inter inter was wide open all day in the midfield like they were they were running up the middle all day long with absolute impunity you know taylor did you notice anything in particular that or or anything else that that was such a big disparity here
2: um yeah i mean it just seemed like milan's uh defense early on was just getting cut open um and yeah obviously with two goals in the first 10 minutes it's kind of like you know you have uh really just kind of brilliance on a set piece from jacko um, and who? What, what's the right back's name that gets absolutely manhandled, captain? Calabria. So he gets absolutely manhandled there, and then that leads to just another kind of complete defensive breakdown just minutes later. Um, really, as the game went on, I think Milan really steadied out and, and got to start playing their game, but their game is not a comeback game. Their game, especially against better opponents in the Champions League this season, has been a you know, uh, a stingy defense, just play tight and you know, at some point probably squeeze out a goal or two somewhere in the match. Now Leo has been a huge factor in that. But like Tonale was was good today. It's just he's not great in the final third. Uh, he's great, like you said, progressing the ball. He definitely like he definitely gets the ball into the final third well and then it seems like he's out of ideas. Uh, Giroud is there to be fed and he will score he's proven over his entire career that he'll score when he gets the chances but without Leao it's kind of like where are those chances kind of coming from um, and I think that seems to be like Madrid has a or Madrid M- Milan has a good engine but now it's like without Leao it's like you need a little bit more of a spark in the final third especially in some imagination so like I think in the first half, they were definitely overrun in the midfield. But the second half was more Milan playing the game I think they wanted to play. Um, Obviously, Inter was happy to let them do that in some regard since they were up to nothing. But it was kind of a risky, that was kind of tactically risky for Inter because um, I think at one point the commentators said like, you know, Inter is happy to just kill the game off, but they're not playing tight defensively you know it was like they kind of just kept playing open but weren't really going for the kill if i'm like i'm i'm trying to go for three nothing there especially the way that the first half went i'd be trying to you know bully them through the midfield like they did in the first half uh, to your point and, mm-hmm. and 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 try and go right in for the kill i think they're really lucky that milan didn't end up with a goal uh, by the end of the match
0: yeah i agree yeah, I mean, Inter backed off of that super high press. Mm-hmm. Um, that was clearly their goal at the beginning, to, to press well, QR and, and press that's not, Demori in position. And that's
2: not sustainable for an entire game. That's why it's best-case mm-hmm. scenario. Yeah. You come out that hard and you get two goals in the first 10 minutes, you know? Because then, then you, bear, nah, then no then one you one bury him. No one can do I But, I mean, for real, that, that is especially, yeah. especially the way that Milan wants to play, which is kind of a little bit more in control and a little bit tighter.
0: Yeah, um, you know th- this really does follow a pattern with this with this year's team with that really undervalue, uh, you know, finishing chances and playing um, and 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 playing a system and, and, and getting ahead of the game in the first half. This has really been a problem that this Milan team has had in, all season long, where they screw around the entire first half against. I mean, against anybody, against a good team like Inter or relegation teams. I mean it, it happened last weekend. Um yeah. and, and you know where where they get they just let the team let a relegation team hang around the entire time. And and sure enough um you know that team scores. And then same in today they they played like crap in the first half. They they I mean they they went down obviously, but it's it's hard to watch this team in the first half anymore. Um, because it just, um, it, 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 it just, you, you watch a team that doesn't take it seriously yeah. and that's, that's really, that's really just so disheartening. You know, it, they, there's, there's no way that they could be tying, you know, a team like Cremonese, easy, like they're, they're, they're second to last in the league and they, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be a team that is nothing, nothing in the 70th minute and then and then score, mm-hmm. I mean it, it, it was I think well remember I think in that game they pretty easily scored in the 80th minute. And Milan had to score in stoppage time to tie the game and just come out with a point. And yeah, and, and right. look that and that's the exact thing right there that's costing AC Milan a spot in the in the Champions League um, next year because now they're in fifth. They're two games behind Inter in Serie A, and and if you think about it, they're, they're two me, two points behind Inter, all of these ties with relegation, you know, and, and with the bottom, bottom, eight, bottom, bottom six of or whatever. Teams,
2: yeah.
0: Bottom of the table teams, all those top, that's a massive amount of points that, that has them in, 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 second or third place. If they, yeah, those are all, if they could have got it yeah. done. Yeah. 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 And, and this, this, so this is, this is the MO of the team this year and it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but this team is going to lose a lot of money next year, which stinks because they made a lot of money this year and they're going to well, have to find a sustainable way to with, keep these players and, and keep with, them forward.
2: With the winning comes the expectations, and you have to meet those expectations.
0: Yeah, especially
2: I think, especially because Milan is kind of playing like a tightrope act in terms of their financials right now. The Mm -hmm. ability to pay for the success on the field is explicitly paid for by success on the field. By by this, yeah, uh, exactly, yeah. Really, it's it's really uh, like. You know, it's it's very fine margins there. It is.
1: It is like a very pure form of capitalism. It's it's like it's funny. It's like you you
0: pay for success.
1: Well, yeah, it's true. That's (laughs) that's another
2: story. We can we can we can can say that about teams with tons of money, but uh, it's not working for Chelsea. So
0: Uh, good point. Um, no, but also
2: it's not really working for United, who have spent the most in the past decade of any Premier. My
1: my point is, you know, if you don't if you don't succeed, yeah, you fail
0: basically. If you, I if mean, well, when
2: you don't have an owner that just has endless goddamn money,
0: yeah. You know. Are you saying if you're not first, you're last? Is,
2: it, is, that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. In, es- in essence, yeah.
0: I
1: said it's it's right, it's, it's right. a it's I'll a it's a in form more, of that. Said.
0: Um, you know, it, it was it was brought up uh, during the broadcast today. We all kind of saw it reported before the game, but um, Leal signed a four-year extension, seven million a year, uh, with two million in bonuses. A bad deal for a guy. I mean, I I, I actually think that he would do really well in uh, La Liga. He's just a he's, he's good on the ball. He's 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 great on the wing. He's, he's almost in that sort of Ronaldo, um, you know, kind of kind of form. Um, but I'm happy to have him at uh, at Milan. He loves being at Milan, which what is, all the, what all is, the stuff. What is,
2: what is Ronaldo form? Like he's going to go meaning, to
0: Saudi Arabia? Meaning yeah. <laughs> meaning Leal is, is fast. He's He's very quick on the ball. He loves cutting in. And he's a and he's a great shooter. He's obviously not Ronaldo era at that level, but but that's I, I you do kind of see him be uh he, he kind of is in that mold. Um he's I mean, uh
2: I mean he's up there in the quality of players
0: like you're saying he'd be good in yeah, La Liga, he he'd be good in any
2: of the top leagues in Europe. Yeah, there's I think no, so too. There's absolutely no oh, of doubt- course. that he would oh, be. Oh yeah,
0: I I was just picking the one I think he'd be I, I think he would I think oh, succeed no, the most in La Liga because I think that would that would really play into his style and his game. Um, but to your point, he he's a quality player that can play anywhere, no, without a doubt. And look, Chelsea were willing to pay 150 million dollars for him. City was at 120. Madrid was a, at 120. PSG probably were at a billion. I don't know like, who knows what they what they spend anymore. Yeah, um, Chelsea might have been a billion as well. I don't know. Um, but he turned all of it down. Like he he apparently told his agent, "Don't sign." any of these deals. I'm staying at Milan. We're gonna figure this out. Uh, that's how it's gonna go. And he was, he's been adamant about it. And his messaging to the fans and, and and probably has been that the entire time. There's been lots of speculation, but his messaging has been very clear that he wanted to stay at Milan. I, I love that about him. Like you always want a player that wants to play for your team. Like that's- Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, yeah. it's the most endearing thing about a player for your team. I and, agree.
2: And you also like, if a player does wanna go to a massive club like even if it's just a massive club at the moment because I know AC Milan is you know has huge history but it's like you know Ronaldo leaving United like he always wanted to play for Madrid it's kind of like okay well you get that that's that's fine yeah. you, you understand that so like yeah. if Leal was like you know what I want to there's I've had my heart set on playing wherever and he goes there then like okay yeah you you accept it but it's cool it is cool when it's like. Or maybe, oh, maybe no, he, wants, he wants to stay here. He wants. to Maybe he here. always
1: had his heart set on playing for Milan. Milan. Maybe he's a Milan exactly. fan.
2: Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, I I just Got think it. about. I just think that like, that when, when you have that much history and you're like you currently win, like just look at Madrid. Look how many guys are there that are like, you know, other teams are just throwing money at Madrid to take players away, and these guys are like, no, I don't want to play anywhere else, and they're like, well, yeah, but you'll be a starter. I don't care. I want to play at Madrid. It's like, you know yeah. that that kind of that kind of size of the club, which like you know early two thousands, Milan and United were both those clubs too. But right yeah. now, Madrid, you know, has still kept up the winning ways where you know Milan and United really haven't. Yeah. Well. Well. How well, old is Lau? How old is Lau? Twenty-two.
1: How many? How old?
2: Twenty-two, right? I uh, said, so "How many? <laughs> Jeez, how many? I knew it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> how many? This many? Hey, Show
1: me in your fingers. <laughs> uh,
2: you're you're way off. He's twenty-three. Oh, sorry. 23, Okay, so how embarrassed are you? How how is how, how old is that in months?
1: So, what was it, the Milan won the Champions League uh, in, with the last time in two thousand and ten-ish around then? No,
2: two thousand. Well, yeah, two thousand seven, I believe. No, 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 no. Two thousand. Joe, Joe, the fact, the fact that you don't
1: know this, Joe, come on.
2: It was Kaka, so it was before 2009. It was 2003 to 2007, I think, somewhere in there. I'll tell you. This is, this is.
1: Well, my point was, it was probably when Layout was like seven, eight years old when he was like just
0: It was sad. Yeah, that, oh, seven, okay. oh
1: seven. yeah so no, Leo was no, like no, seven, seven was no. years old so he no. was like just Got falling it. in love with football and, and AC Milan wins the Champions League so maybe he is a, a Milan fan That's actually a good point I,
2: <laughs> I think I'm surprised you are <laughs> No, I just, like, thinking about it, yeah. thinking about, like, the age. No, because that's just a thing that I literally had not thought of. Like, the age that he would have been. Yeah. Probably watching Kaká play for Milan, win the Champions League. And I remember, though, like, that Milan back then was, like, magical. They were, like, you know, they just... I remember playing, uh, I remember, I think United played them in the run-up, to in the knockout stages and i remember kaká scoring like in the first minute of the game in yeah. i think i think in the first leg and just being like well shit
1: <laughs> you yeah. know like and they were like this this young kid this young yeah. brazilian
2: yeah and then remembering in the transfer window in the summer transfer window in 2009 and there was all the speculation that uh ronaldo was going to leave united and then Kaká signed for Madrid, and I was like, all right, well, they just broke the world record to sign Kaká. They're not going to sign Ronaldo now. Oh, they broke the world record twice in one summer.
0: Yeah. I think that was before Ronaldinho went from Barcelona to uh, to Milan. Um, I think he I came don't to know Milan that. in 2010. Like I don't know when that ten. happened. Yeah. It was uh, Kaká, Seedorf, Inzaghi, Tierlo, Maldini, Nesta. And Dida. Uh, yeah, and goal. That, that team was outrageous.
1: Yeah. Carlo Antolotti.
0: He's a guy who knows how to win games, win championships. Yeah,
1: he just, yeah. he just, yeah, he pulls the right strings. That's for sure. I mean, he's, it's, it's one of those guys you can't really put a, a finger on what he does well. It's just sort of like everything works for him, you know?
2: Well, I think this is a great transition into the Madrid City game because I think that is a great example of you're watching probably the best tactical manager in the game now in Guardiola. And Mm -hmm. I would say possibly the best tactical manager ever. I know that he's built off the tactics of people before him, but like clearly he's got such a deep-rooted understanding in everything tactical in the game. And then Ancelotti, who is like, just seems to be the most perfect man manager in the Mm -hmm. game he can take any club that's just got a dressing room full of egos make it all work and then he's also like clearly he's no slouch tactically he knows tactics but he's like tactically fluid he plays to whatever is going to be the strength of the stars on his team and because of that he just he just wins like you said he just he finds the right strings to pull you don't even know exactly what he's Best at, but I guess he's best at winning.
1: Yeah, you know, you know, you might disagree with this, but I think Pep is the modern day Arsene Wenger, and Ancelotti is the modern day Alex Ferguson.
2: Which is like, it's funny because they all overlap plenty. Yeah, you know? they they, they did. Yeah, yeah, but
1: but but uh, I see. Pep, uh, but Pep is more like Wenger. He's more. He's like a, a studious uh, guy. He, he he he's all about the details, you know, on the uh, details on the field, you yeah, know, yeah. and you know, Ferguson and Ancelotti are all about the details, about everything else, about the players, about about your your mentality and and things like that, where. Yeah. I think you I think sometimes Pep when I when I see him talk to his players when there's like video clips of him talking to the players or or you hear stories about him alienating players and players don't like him not a lot but uh, but sometimes it's like I think some of these guys who are so uh thoughtful about the the tactics and the on-field X's and O's are are they they're not as great with the personalities, and 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 the, the same the other way around. Like some of these guys who are great with personalities and, and a great, uh, like man manager, like like you were yeah. saying, are not as is. They understand tactics, but they're maybe maybe they miss some of the small details that some of these like masterminds like Pep and and Wenger see. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's an interesting sort of uh.
2: I I think know. I think that I think the difference with Pep is that I I do think he is and I, I, I know that you're not you weren't being negative on it I do think that he is also a great man manager and I think Arteta is too and that like that makes like especially I watched the uh, you know the all or nothing city and then the yeah. all or nothing Arsenal and it's cool because you see how Arteta is as Pep's assistant. And then mm-hmm. you see Arteta as a head coach and you see like all the different things that are him and then all the different things that are like clearly influenced by Pep. But it's really interesting to see these guys now that were like, they were great players and now they're great managers. And I think Zidane's a little bit like this too, where it's like, they're not, like Pep obviously is very much a tactical guy, but he also is like a cheerleader and a man manager. Cause you could see like, if you watched, I forget who they played at the weekend. I'm, I'm blanking on it now, but they were up 2 Um, Oh, was it Leeds? Yeah, they played Leeds. They were up 2 Uh They got a penalty. Gundogan had scored both goals. So Holland gave Gundogan the ball to take the penalty. It gets saved. And then Leeds scores. And it makes like a really tense last 10 minutes that shouldn't have been. And Pep was furious. Like, after the game, it was like he wasn't... Celebrating or anything and like yeah. Undoin was subbed off and he didn't even like look at him but then you see today or uh, yesterday they're losing to Madrid and it's like Pep's the cheerleader of like everyone's doing great and like especially, even after they lose when like they lose to teams that are other good quality teams it's not like he's not Mourinho like getting sour on his team it's like he demands perfection if you're not beating Leeds the way you should be beating Leeds, you're gonna hear about it you know yeah like, it's uh, it's just cool to see like the there are guys like him and Arteta now, um, and I think Zidane is like that too. Yeah, like they've got all the tactical acumen, but also they were all great players and they understand the more modern kind of player and how to talk to them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right on all that. I mean, but Ancelotti has that that charisma that that is is timeless. You know, it's
2: amazing. It's uh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, Ancelotti is. Well, that's because he also probably puts his arm around them and makes them an offer they can't refuse. <laughs> and no, I, I mean, I've, I've been on record plenty saying for a long time that Ancelotti was the best coach in the world, and you can still make that argument.
1: You've said that for a while. I, I will I, back that up. I
2: said that for a long time, and I say it about Pep now. I probably switched that about three years ago and started saying it about Pep over, over
0: Carlo.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I mean second leg's gonna be Oh it's
0: got the most recent, the most yeah. recent Champions League. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah right. Second second leg's gonna be uh
2: I just think, I just be think interesting. Pep actually like revolutionized Premier League. To think like Brighton plays yeah. the ball out of the back, you know, like just like every team has a belief that they can play the ball, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's just it's I really showing, think it's we're... so fun to watch now.
0: I think we've all been kind of like robbed of watching City and Madrid play a single game, you know, winner takes all final. Like I, that, this absolutely like this should not be that dance of of the aggregate two leg. You know, this this should have been a one game final where they actually go for it and not for ninety minutes. Like. I really feel like we're robbed of that. Like that, I mean, again, Milan fan, but yeah, yeah, and 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 and, and as far as they well, go, I think it, I think it's, it means, it's all I think it means more money. But.
2: it means more coming from you as a Milan fan to say that, you know, yeah, oh yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, well, to to see the to see the two best teams go at it in a single game, winner take all. Like that's that's what we all hope for in the Champions yeah. League. And most years we get, you know, the the top two. We we get we you know we get a good version of that. This year, I do think the finals probably going to be less exciting than the semifinals.
2: Well, I think the good thing about, uh, you know, it, and I whichever team wins will would agree, you know, is that when you play someone in two legs, generally, like not well, not generally, but more so more often than in a one one game winner take all, like the better team prevails over just more games that you make it. So it is fun seeing like the tactical games and things like that, that they're gonna do over two legs. And it's also, that's also really fun to see in a derby, like we're getting from Milan, is that like, usually it is like one game, you go and you beat the hell out of each other and you put so much into it that you're exhausted at the end, but it's like, it you can't just like, for Milan, you can't, at the end of the game today, it's like, you can't throw everything because you can't risk going another goal down. And being 3-0 for the next leg. So, it is, it is, that is the cool thing about, like, just seeing the tactical adjustments and stuff that happens over two legs.
0: So, Milan plays Spezia uh, uh, this this weekend, who is third from last. So, theoretically, they should be able to play. So, it's a tough one
2: for Milan's form against bottom, or like, you know, bottom half clubs. The
0: There's no reason they shouldn't put that game to bed in the first half. Rest the starters. With they, sh- they should be like just throw a couple guys out there that will influence the game. Bring in guys like CDK. Bring in Messias. You know, bring in yeah. you know Kalalu. Bring in like you know. I mean, this is where Sergino Dest would have been a great, you know, a great yeah, player to 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 having. This is exactly the situation they brought him in, you know, to play. And, and unfortunately, he just did not work out at Milan. Um, but there's no reason why Milan couldn't shouldn't rest players and win this game this weekend and still be able to play Inter next week um, and take and take this fight to them. Funny enough, in the exact same stadium they just played today.
2: The the this is where the like really interesting kind of wrinkles come in though, because for Milan it's like, yeah. I mean, I I think you'd want to be fighting for top four in Serie A because it's like you're down to nothing in the first leg of the semis and then if you win oh by the way to win the champions league you have to beat city or madrid like i it feels like you, you know, want to put city put your, it just feels like you want to play a bottom in, team
0: with their i'm sorry go ahead it just
2: feels like you want to put your resources in serie a for that you know like
0: i it's yes. it's a tough it's a really tough call but theoretically, we've been dealt about as good a hand as we possibly could play because we're playing a bottom-tier team. If this was Man City, they'd play an entire second team and beat the pants off of a a bottom-level team because they just would do the job. They've all been trained. They know what to do. There's high quality up and down that bench. And and this wouldn't this wouldn't even be a conversation well, from Milan. They could put their regular starters out there, and they still you well, know, I can't. Mean, City has, City
2: has Everton, who's in the relegation zone this weekend. And that's exactly what they'll yeah. do. But there's more risk yep. involved for City because City's actually fighting for the Premier League. So, like, yeah. But, but Milan's fighting for top four. So there's risk either way, you know? It's.
0: Yeah. And, it and just, Milan's fighting Inter no, for that, yeah, exactly. that fourth spot.
2: It's, it's, no, it's no wonder that uh, coaches of professional sporting teams always look so goddamn stressed out.
1: Because we're is, talking about
2: all of this, and it ultimately will not affect us in any real way.
0: Interplay's plays a mid-table team to so swallow. Um, yeah, I'll be curious to see how they all uh, so they all play Saturday. Um, Madrid has. And then, uh,
2: I don't know who Madrid has, but they're pretty comfortably top four, but and also cannot win has. the league, so they're kind of in the best position where. Their result doesn't yeah. actually really matter this weekend. When for City and both Milan clubs, their results really matter this weekend. Yeah, yeah. It boils down to I think.
0: Yeah, Barcelona's run away with that with the league at this point, and they yeah. play um, they play Getafe, uh, who's I think pretty yeah third from last. Yo,
1: yeah I do think um, I do think that 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 Milan. Was sort of at a disadvantage today because they're playing a team that they're that is very familiar with them because they play in the same league
0: mm-hmm. and without their best player. Without their best player, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, you know, you that, that's, that's that's the that's the whole thing about sports, right? Like you you still got to play, you still got to win, and you still got to fill in the gaps and you know Milan doesn't have the finances to fill that bench in the same way the city does in the same way yeah you know, yeah that Madrid does and yep. you know it's and that's and that's that's part of the that's part of the evolution that Maldini's going through and, and he's he's trying to do it I, I think he's kind of missed on a couple he's kind of you know he's you know he's he's certainly hit on a, on a whole lot but he's missed on CDK and Adley I just don't think that I, I, he's missed on Dest he's missed you know on Origi <laughs> I, I mean, you can't go, you can't
2: go like player by player, hit or miss. I Ultimately know. the club's he, he, in a better place than it was he's,
0: before. He's had more hits for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All
0: right, guys. Well, I think we, uh, solved all the UCL problems. Um, I think everything should go smooth, uh, next week. Uh, to, I, 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 I don't know about you. Well, I'll ask this in a second. Um, I look forward to the games this weekend. Um, who's who's United play? They play... I haven't even looked. Who, who they, are you? Play they, United, they play Wolves.
2: They
1: play Wolves. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yep. I, have, I, haven't,
2: I haven't looked because I haven't been excited about United games lately because they've been saying yeah, they,
0: they play Wolves at 10 a.m. Uh, Milan plays um... Who do we say they play? Spezia at twelve. Uh, so everyone uh, is this all. This, along. Is all this is all Saturday. It's is all Saturday. Okay. Uh, and then next week we've got the the second leg, um, Madrid City and Milan and Inter. Uh, so thank you everyone for listening. Really appreciate uh, taking the time, hanging out with us, and uh, listening to our take on everything going on in the world of our sport. As always, I do have a question for you. Uh, Adam, who comes out victorious in the Madrid City uh, in the matchup? Who comes out and wins the, the and goes to the final? Adam, City, Taylor, City. Hate to say it, but I, yeah. I, I feel like Benzema can curse any city.
1: I think I, Milan makes a lot of the other. Ever,
0: do you, do you think so? As as my, I was going to go for a second question. Can Milan pull this off, Adam?
1: I think yes. I think Milan makes a run in the other game. Milan can score goals when when, they, when they're streaky. So we'll see. Uh,
2: if Leal plays, yes.
1: If Leal
0: plays, yeah. I'll take that as a yes, and, and that's sorry, why you guys are my favorites.
2: I assume I assume that was a uh, a given for you, Adam, that Leal would be playing, saying that
1: they'd come back.
0: Exactly. Yes. 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 Apparently Benitez is on crutches, so I don't think he's gonna be playing, but we'll have to figure something out there for sure. I mean that um, was that was
2: early in the game too, right?
0: I was twelve minutes in, and he was subbed yeah. out. He he left he, he left the uh the stadium in crutches, and so they're gonna they'll check it out this week. That the sucks. Rest of this week. Damn. It does suck. That's that's a good that's a very good uh very good astute. Analysis. Astute observation.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: analysis uh, for everybody else that wants to uh, cry along with me next week watch the game um, we'll be uh, we'll still sort of be watching and we'll be talking about it next week uh, everybody we love have a great have a great week enjoy we the love, games we love you Udard we love you Udard uh, he, he called in several times today I didn't take it though so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see if he calls in again. <laughs> Lighten up the phones. That's right. That's right. We could, couldn't get to you. Sorry, man. Too, too yeah. much interest.
1: Yeah. It's too, it's too expensive for a collect call from New Jersey. <laughs>
0: yeah. Only would we would call collect. <laughs> I, honestly, this is the highlight of the entire show. Uh, everyone have a great week. Enjoy the game. And we'll see you next week.